Hello there, this is Jason Dees, and this is the Think Through It podcast. Think Through It exists to help people think through the big questions of life and culture. On the Think Through It podcast, we'll be talking with friends, cultural influencers, and forward thinkers about the things that all of us need to be thinking about. Today, I'll be talking with two friends, Worth and Amy Lumry. I've actually known Amy for almost 25 years since we were kids together in Huntsville, and have gotten to know Worth since they have been married. I've always admired their love and pursuit of the Lord, but recently they've been on an amazing journey of adoption. And today we have the opportunity to hear that story. It is really an encouraging story for all of us, but particularly for anyone who has ever thought through the adoption process. There is no doubt in this story that the Lord was at work, and their obedience and patience and faith was particularly encouraging to me, and I think will be encouraging for you also. So thank you for joining us today as we think through it. So I've known Amy since like 94. When did y'all move from D.C. to Huntsville? I was in fifth grade. Okay. It's been a while. So, yeah, that, I mean, I won't, I won't say how you long ago that was, <laughs> but let's just say that was a long time ago. And then, of course, y'all got married in... 2007. So 10 years, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And the, oh, because y'all did your 10-year anniversary trip. That was the... Uh, the big trip to the safari and everything, yes. right? It was. Yeah, okay. So, big milestone. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. You. And, of course, in marriage, uh, you guys had a couple of children. Uh, and uh, so you had Lily, who is seven. Just turned eight. Just turned eight. And then Worth, who's four. Five. And five. Okay. <laughs> so It goes by quickly. <laughs> yeah, it does. And so... Um, Awesome kids, but about a year ago, or you know, I guess before that, two years ago or so, this process began. So, kind of walk us through what opened your hearts. You got two kids. You're, you know, worth. You're busy in your career. Uh, you got a lot going on, but something starts happening, and you start asking the question of adoption. So, walk me through that. How did that conversation go? What led y'all to that moment? Uh, well, you know, at the time, my youngest was uh, still two, and we had begun the question of, like, you know, do we want more children? What do we want to do? And I knew that I had a desire in my heart for more kids. Like, it's, you just have this feeling where you know your family's not complete. Yeah. And it was like a burning, aching feeling. And uh, so, you know, we began the discussion, like, so what are we going to do? And... I knew that uh, I wanted to have more kids. Uh, we actually went through several years of infertility, actually, after my youngest, since Worth was born, probably for like two and a half years. We went to all the doctors. Yeah. They couldn't figure out. They, they could not give a single reason why we couldn't have any more kids. But yet, I still had this desire to have more children. So you knew the family wasn't complete, yet the Lord wasn't giving you... Another baby. Another baby. And and even to the point that I felt I, I felt this like impression of the Lord telling me, He's like, I've actually closed your womb for a reason. Like I had that sensation. It's like this was this was the Lord doing it. But mm-hmm. I didn't know why, but yet I still wanted kids. And like to be honest, 
adoption was never on the table. Yeah, so I was going to ask you. So this isn't like something that you came up with in college or something. No, no yeah. not at all. I, I, you know, I actually meet a lot of people that say, oh, I've always wanted to yeah. adopt. And like, oh, someday we're going to. And I was like, that was not me. It right, wasn't yeah. a like, this was some, you know, thing that I was wanting to do in life. Uh, and during the season of, you know, infertility is really hard, you know, because you're like, sure, you know, constantly like, are we going to have a baby? Is it happening? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I felt the Lord say this was on purpose, but and, and the, the continual theme that the Lord kept saying to me and teaching me, he's like, will you trust me? Just wait. Will you trust me? And he's like, but I have closed your womb on purpose. So I'm just kind of like sitting there like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then eventually he's just, it was like in one day I can remember it very clearly, the Lord said and placed on my heart that, um, you know, I've closed your room for a purpose. Will you trust me and begin the process of adoption? And um, I remember my eyes getting real big and being like, what? <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I don't yeah. have any friends who have done that. So how long that. ago was this? This was in the spring of 2004. 2015. 2015. Yeah. So just um, two and a half years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, you know, we're in we are married. I had to tell him this somehow. <laughs> and I remember like being like really nervous and be like, okay, God's told me something. I don't really know how to say this, but I think God wants us to adopt. It's really weird. <laughs> and, so like, what's your really... first reaction worth? Yeah, I, I think, um, I probably would have said I was in the same spot as Amy is. I think we'd always admired those that had gone through the adoption process and had just through the gospel, really a heart that like was really drawn to the thought, but never thought it was necessarily part of our story. And so I think when Amy shared that with me, I always, um, you know, she's got just a great connection to be able to hear the voice of the Lord. And you can always just tell when it's something's coming through. So I think my response there was definitely a little bit kind of surprised, but definitely inclined to, okay, let's see what, what he's doing here. So I definitely took some time to think about it, to pray about it. Thankfully, um, you know, at the job I work, there's a lot of folks that I'm around that have gone through the adoption process. So I had the opportunity to seek counsel and just to understand a little bit more about what I didn't know. And then I think it was a really fun process to just something that um, we were able to kind of both come together under in terms of what the Lord has spoken and and just go from there and start the process. How did you go about finding an agency? Like, what was your next step from that conversation? (laughs) So the funny part is, like, we really seriously didn't know anything about it. So on the day we actually went away, it was on our anniversary. We got a night away and we kind of, I was like, you know, I, I felt this is what the Lord said. He's like, well, then why aren't we doing it? It just was like a really clear, like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. And I remember the next morning we went to a coffee shop and like opened the computer and it was like, Google, how to adopt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Siri, so... <laughs> how do I adopt a child? <laughs> we like didn't know. I mean, we didn't even have like anybody to ask, yeah. you know? Um, you know, I had a friend that I kind of had to reach out to, and she kind of gave us some ki- some guidance. I knew there was like a it was a pretty strong impression that it was t- to be domestic, I, international is beautiful, but it just wasn't where God was calling mm-hmm. us. Um, and so, you know, somebody connected us to like there's some Christian adoption consultants, and it's different than working necessarily with an agency. They kind of like have a network across the country and locally, and they will you know, counsel you through the whole process, like from the very beginning to the very end. And so tell me about the process, home study, all that. I mean, how was that for you guys? Was it, did it go by well? Was it difficult? Uh, walk me through that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, we didn't know what we didn't know starting out. And so a lot of us is trying to understand, you know, all the different parts that are uh, included in the home study and just making sure. And, and I think those parts are in there for good reason. You want to make sure that you're prepared and that, 
yeah. obviously you're complying with all the regulations and what the government wants. So we just kind of started on the journey and it was a lot of discovery and a lot of running around, a lot of paperwork, a lot of printing, a lot of just trying to keep track of what do we need by when. And thankfully, um, as Amy mentioned, Gretchen from Christian, Christian Adoption Consultants connected with some great folks that help us walk through some of those details. Um, but it was really just kind of one thing after the next that kind of felt like a, a large sort of work project or school project. And so I think we were able to sort of partner well on that and go through the details in terms of how we divided and conquered that, but all under the banner of like, hey, this is something we feel like God's doing. So trusting him with like, hey, we're not even sure like what to do about this or how to answer this or where to find this. And yet he was good just kind of leading us through. And How, how did y'all communicate? Uh, you know, I know Worth was two. How did y'all talk about this? Because Lily's, you know, getting to be four and five through the process. Mm-hmm. How, how are you talking, telling her, you know, you're going to have a, a another sibling, mm. but this is how it's happening. Or, you know, what, what did that, how did that conversation go? Yeah, I, I think even to start, we had to tell our families and that yeah. was a... It was, a, <laughs> yeah. we didn't know what kind of reaction we were going to get. So how did that go? So, um, I think we're, you know, very separately with my family. I mean, it was like, some were very like, wow, that's amazing. And then some were, had a whole lot of questions. Sure. Mm-hmm. Cause like that's, we knew, we knew from the very beginning when God asked us to do this, that, um, you know, just simply with adoption and the way that we've been adopted into Christ, like he took us how we were, he didn't get to have preference, preferences and all that stuff. So we knew that when we were going to take in a child that we didn't get to have preferences. We didn't get to choose whether right, we wanted yeah. a boy or a girl or whether, you know, uh, we would only take those that were healthy or, you know, not had any substance exposure. Like, we knew that we just couldn't do that. And so we had to be honest with our families with that yeah. up front. It's just, and, and that's where a lot of, like, you know, like, are you sure that's what you want to do with your family? Right, yeah. You know, those are some big choices and some lifelong consequences. And so we had to really work through that, and we worked through it together, and... Um, and, you know, I mean, Amy and I grew up same kind of church culture, and it was obviously a great church culture, but it wasn't really an adoption-y culture. Yeah. That just wasn't a part of... And so, I mean, I'm guessing your parents even hadn't had a ton of exposure. And I, I got the same question for you, Worth. Mm-hmm. I, mean, it's, it's, I mean, obviously everybody has some exposure to adoption, but there's some cultures where adoption, as you say, I mean, Chick-fil-A maybe is a regular thing, and it's more commonplace. Yeah. Was that both of y'all's family's experiences or? Well, I think uh, speaking for my family, I mean, I, adoption has not been part of our story as a family either. Right, yeah. And so definitely a lot of questions, but I think, you know, it was, it was just one of those things we tried to answer as best we could and provide them with information. But it's at the end of it, that sort of stopped. And we said, you know, we, we don't even know really what we're getting to. It could happen next month. It could happen a year and a half from now. And as Amy mentioned, we're, we intentionally really tried to leave the process open. So um, I'm thankful for just a partnership of, of my parents in particular, just in prayer. And it felt like less about, hey, let's solve all for all the answers that we can't control, but more about, hey, we just want to walk with you during this process. What do you need? How can we help you? And I think um, we'll kind of cross all those other bridges when, if, when yeah. and if they came up. So. so how long was it from the time that home study, kind of all the, the school project, to use your word, was all buttoned up to when the adoptions already actually started happening? So we were, they call it in the, there's like adoption lingo and you have to like learn all these things. So when you were adoption, like home study ready, um, that basically means by the state you are like, can actually adopt a baby and you cannot until you, your home study has been like approved. Yeah. Um, so we were adopt, uh, home study approved 
in like the first of September of 2015. And so it, for those who may so not that's be, pretty quick. I mean, we did, we did our adoption, our home study in like a month and a half, which is actually pretty quick. We like got down to business. It's like when you know the Lord's asking you yeah, to do you something, it's like, I don't really want to like take my time. Yeah, but on from this. like <laughs> yeah. spring, maybe even latest spring of fifteen mm-hmm. to September yeah. or spring, y'all y'all yeah. are ready to go. So Yeah. And so the way kind of like the process works is, you know, when there's a woman who's in crisis and she seeks out an adoption plan, there'll be kind of like a set of caseworkers who will kind of send out to their network, whether she's working with an agency or whether, you know, an ado- an adoption attorney, however she's working her kind of story gets sent out and adoptive families will kind of look at her story and say, Hey, we we would be willing to walk alongside you. And and then she would kind of look at all of those families that are willing and she would choose one. And so they call that process being matched. And so, uh, and, and we, honestly, we went through probably 10 or 15. I mean, we were willing to take, to just, there was no preference. So any family, any woman's case that got sent to us. I said, we're up. We put yeah. our name in. Yeah. Kind of like, it's like this thing. You put your name in the hat, and then you just kind of sit for a few days. It's like, we could get this call. So and were like, any <laughs> of those, like, you kind of walked a little farther down the road with, and it didn't work out? I mean, how was that September some to the them, time? I mean, some of them. It was a very, like, tumultuous time. I'm sure, like, yeah. At any moment, we could get a call, and, like, a baby could be coming home, like, the next day. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you just kind of like going through your normal routine. It's like, and then you'd get the call and say like, it, you know, she chose another family. And so it was a lot of like, kind of, you know. Heartache. And yeah. You're just like, okay. Ups and downs, yeah. And after a while, you kind of start to realize like, you know what? This is, has absolutely nothing to do with me. They have yeah. like this small little picture book. And, you know, it's the, God's doing a bigger picture here. It's not whether like we were wearing yeah. like a cute outfit in our family. You really had to trust <laughs> yeah. the providence of the yeah, Lord yeah. and all of this. Yeah. Um, and understand that as, as crazy as it felt, I mean, literally getting an email or a phone call and having to decide on our end within a very certain amount of time, hey, are you interested or are you not interested? Just yeah. thinking also what's happening. Half an hour the, to tell me if you want to take this shot on for the rest and, of their life. And it's yeah. crazy, and it's but like, like yeah. also just having empathy for what's happening on the other side. And like, all right, why is this happening like this? Why does the timeline seem so crazy? It's because life circumstances on the mom's side and just all the people that are involved in the process is that much crazier. So yeah. I think it was good to have, like Amy said, to go back and say, hey, why are, why are we doing this? And that was, I think, helped to kind of keep us online and, and, and protect us from some of the ups and downs of feeling in some ways rejected, which is kind of a weird way to say it. But whenever you like kind of go after something, especially when the Lord's called you and all of a sudden that door, a small door or something closes, it can, you have that kind of temptation to say, Oh man, like what's wrong with us? But I think that was what really held us kind of together and, and kept us kind of moving through and just knowing that he had exactly the right boy or boys uh, in mind for our family. So you get to, you know, you're talking about kind of the ups and downs of the emotion then we finally get to the place where this starts to happen, and the emotional roller coaster, as I know y'all's story a little bit, doesn't end there. So, kind of <laughs> walk us through kind of this interesting story about how this adoption, and you talk about the Lord's plan in it, how it really was bigger than mm-hmm. probably y'all even first even imagined it could yeah. have been. So. so- you ha- I have to go back and like reiterate that the Lord asked us to do this. It was a very clear, like, will you trust me and walk down this road with me? And so the whole point, everything that ever kept happening, it was, it was that same question. Stop right now, Amy, will you trust me? Um, and so we get to the process where I get a phone call literally at like 11 p.m. at night and say, this mom 
has seen your, you know, your your family, and she wants to have a, a conversation with you tomorrow. And I'm like, you know, you know, you start like, okay, what do yeah, I do? Yeah, what yeah. do I do? Yeah. We're out of town. You know, we had to like do this three way conversation oh like over the phone, and, um, you know, we had this conversation, and she wanted to then meet us. We had went and she was was local here to Georgia, so we went and met her, and you know, it was it, it was an amazing moment because we both just kind of like had this like. This, this is right, you mm -hmm. know? She looked, you know, was so excited after she met us, and then we were really excited. Um, she had another son, and he was there, and, like, we just, it just was a, a good conversation. And, uh, and, and then ultimately that led to us, you know, her saying, you know, will you parent? You know, yeah. will you parent this, like, unborn baby? She was, st she still had, like, three months to go in her oh, pregnancy. Oh, okay, so she was pretty far away. Yeah, okay. she wanted, you know, she wanted to map this out really early. And anyway, so we tracked for, you know, three months of, you know, I'd go with her to a doctor's appointments, you know, we're texting back and forth, so, yeah, all kinds so of things. Let's talk about how, like, in, I mean, are you talking daily or, like, well, once a week? or? I mean, I'd probably say we were texting at least twice a week. Okay, yeah. Um, and so, then I mean, you're I would getting go, to know her. I'm, yeah, and, you know, I my heart fell for her immediately. Yeah. You know, when you see the circumstances, like, you know, Adoption, you know, a lot of times on this side, it's like, oh, adoption, how wonderful. It's like, but there's another side to it. Yeah. And there's so much brokenness and pain. And, you know, they're not in that, they're not at a place where they're willing and needing to do an adoption plan because, like, just, you know, tiny circumstances, yeah, you know. Yeah, people don't usually do an adoption for good reason on the yeah. other side, you know. I and, mean, in, and in this, this um, mom's story she very much loved this little boy that was in her belly yeah. and she wanted the absolute best for him and she knew that she wasn't able to do it and so yeah. if they're in this story um it was very much a sacrifice and a choice of love to place him for adoption mm -hmm. and so we tracked all the way you know i remember like getting the phone call that she's had the baby we were going to go to the hospital and meet her there she has the baby um you know and and Technical terms, she signed the paperwork, and um, Levi, who we had named together, uh, came home with us. And and in the state of Georgia, you have uh, the birth mom has ten days to like revocate, like to change her mind, basically, and like undo what she signed. And you know, she had always been very clear, like I would never do that. You know, this is I'm really sure about my decision. And um, but you know, there's a whole lot that's involved in that process and in her heart and family came back into the picture. Anyways, it, she changed her mind. And mm. on day seven, she, we get the phone call and she comes and picks him up and he had been like in our, you know, in our home for seven days. So talk days. to me about that moment. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those moments where, again, you, you go in knowing the facts of what could happen. Uh, but I think, as Amy mentioned, the fact that there was, it felt like there was such a strong connection between her and this mom um, relationship and trust and just having heard uh, both of us just how committed she was to the process. I think, you know, you, you sort of leans you towards one way, but I think in the back of your mind, you still are there. Yeah, it could happen, but it doesn't feel like this is, it would happen in this situation. And then just the spiritual component too. True. Like, trust yeah. me. It's like, okay, exactly. like yeah. this is awesome. It's happened. It's beautiful. We've named the child together. So, and we, and, and exactly right. And like already in those circumstances, as we could see them at the moment, it was already God doing something amazing from starting us on that journey to connecting with this mom, having such a good, strong, like, um, 
connection between Amy and her, that was already like, hey, this is this, this is, is what the Lord's be, doing here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're exactly right. And then all of a sudden, we didn't quite know what was around <laughs> the corner. Like, I think we just kind of like sat there in that moment. There was a lot of pain and a lot of like, I don't what what just happened, you know? Like, well, what do we do with this? And you know, I knew from the beginning. The Lord just kept saying, like, I told you from the beginning, like, I asked you to do this, and I promised you I would not abandon you. So even in that moment, you're. Your intimacy with the Lord stayed very strong. I mean, there yes. wasn't, yeah. I remember the very next morning, I'm, you know, I, I was, I mean, I was a mess. I mean, I'll be honest, yeah. like, that was a mess. Mostly just out of, like, I just felt like I like, got punched in the face. I was like, I don't sure. even know what just happened, you know? <laughs> like, um, I remember, like, I had some, you know, lots of girlfriends I wanted to come over and, like, you know, just See the baby. And, and, well, yeah, then I had to tell them, like, well, he's not here. Yeah. But then they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. Do you want to hang out? And, like, let's just kind of, you want to talk? And it was like, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I knew, like, in that moment of pain, it's like there was one place that I could go. Mm. And um, so I, I knew I needed to get to the, like, I needed to get to the Lord. And it was like everything had to stop. I don't know who has to help me watch my kids, but I need to get to the Lord. And, um. We actually went away for a few days. Like, we had grandparents come and, like, kind of keep our kids so that we could just go and be. And uh, we just went and processed it out. And it was like, we need to just go pray this out. We need to go and, like, get to the altar. And um, knew that our answers came there. And, you know, it was honestly a matter of days. Like, you know, we prayed for, like, a healing of my heart, a healing of his heart. And it was it came. And it was, like, within a few days, like, resolution came. And I felt I felt strong again. I felt... Like, I felt peace with yeah. what had all had just happened. There was and, peace. There was trust. Yeah. yeah, and it was like, I don't really know. Because that was the tricky part. It was like, I mean, we had a nursery set up. It was like, yeah. so uh, what do we do now? Yeah. And we just went through all. So it was like, Lord, like, I mean, did you really just ask us to go through all of that? Just that's it? <laughs> you know, that's the just end so of this. so we trust you? I just, mean, so that's yeah. it. It's like. Kind of just like our Abraham and Isaac moment, <laughs> yes. you know, like, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, so we kind of just were like, all right, I don't know, God, what you, I don't know why, but I'm not going to worship the why. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I know that you're good and I know that you're real and I know that you care so deeply about me and I'm going to focus just on that. And that kind of got us through. And um, within a few, I mean, literally like two weeks from the day that Levi left, our consultant, you know, called us. She's like, so, I mean, in her world, she's like, this has never happened before. Yeah. You know, a lot of, they call them like failed adoptions. A lot of that happens like prior to like baby even being born, you know, seven days in, seven days in, that's very rare. And so she was just like, Oh, like I, she felt so hard, you know, bad for us. And, and, you know, I was like, that's fine. You know, (laughs) so she's basically like, are you ready to jump back in? Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I think we need a little bit more time. Um, to just kind of work through things, get our family kind of together, and um, we'll let you know. <laughs> and she literally called me back 30 minutes later. She's like, so I know I told you that. Um, I know you said you weren't really ready, but I have this case. It's been 30 minutes. <laughs> and... Thought I'd check in again. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, she's basically, she's like, so I have this other, um, you know, pregnant mom. She's in major crisis. I was talking to the caseworker at the moment and mentioned your story, just like from you yeah. know colleague to colleague. And then she told the mom like about your story, and that mom was like absolutely hands down like, I want that family to parent this boy. Wow. I mean, and this mom was in such crisis, I and mean, she didn't even know she was pregnant until 30 weeks. At this point, she was like 31 weeks. Um, it, her world was, yeah. you know, she just was like, I need help. Somebody take this baby and. Um, 
So we kind of said, okay, that's great. That's not how the adoption world works. The moms don't come to you. Right, yeah. You know, you're usually sitting here with a stack of books, like hoping they pick you. And so here's this person coming to us saying, here's this baby boy. And like this mom wants you, a complete stranger, to parent this child. He wasn't due for like another couple of months. Anyways, we said, we still said, no, I need, we need more time. Let us just sit and pray on this. I just need some more time. Um, I think another week passed at this point just prayed about it and like at the end of the day we just looked at each other and we're like I mean why not yeah you know like sure we could get this could go not happen again but why not this is where Jesus would go you know he's he's there yeah and (laughs) And the Lord's like already used the painful story now and like connected this dot and so okay yeah yeah so it kind of was just like if you I'm offering this to you, yeah. and um, why would you not? Why would you, why would you not? You so know? y'all said yes. So we said yes. So this was like on a Thursday afternoon. We like literally sign, you know, you sign paperwork, mail it off. Like it was such an opposite experience that we did with the first right, yeah. people. Like I never, didn't even know this person. Because <laughs> this is this was out of town. This was yeah. in Kansas. Yeah. And it, the only connection was because my adoption consultant adopted her three children through this small little agency person, and so that's where the connection was. Right. Okay. Anyways, and she. We signed the paperwork on a Thursday. This was my coming into my birthday weekend, and little did I know that Worth had planned a surprise birthday party for me. I show up at this surprise birthday party on Friday night, like, surprise, I was at this restaurant, and I was like, this is amazing, you know, <laughs> y'all are so sweet. And about 30 minutes into birthday dinner, um, we get a phone call from this caseworker saying, this mom is super sick, they're inducing her, like now baby's coming basically oh like do you still want the baby you know yeah. it was like a really yeah. weird conversation and i'm like absolutely because oh, the baby's not due for two months so how far so he was, she was 32 weeks how how far after you signed the papers is the birthday dinner uh 24 hours oh the next day <laughs> yeah. okay 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 i think you just said that i was making <laughs> yeah, sure yeah yeah. It, yeah this timeline is very very unique yeah. but it's also like a little bonkers so, so now the baby's like two months early, basically. Two months early, yeah. and she's like, "Do you still want it?" And we're like, "Of course, you know, like we've committed to this mom saying we'd do this." Like <laughs> twenty four hours ago, we decided to pay. Yeah, I mean, right? <laughs> and uh, so we we could, you know, actually Worth steps outside. He calls Delta. We get a flight for the next day. We come back in, finish my birthday dinner, <laughs> and um, the next day, you know, he had had this whole full day. It was my birthday during the night. Um, Lucas was born, so he was born on my birthday. Wow. Um, he, we get up to go do some like birthday stuff with my my two big kids because that's a that's a big day for sure, little yeah. kid children. And so we're sitting there at the birthday din- breakfast, and um, we didn't say anything to the children this time because that was very hard actually when Levi oh, left. I'm sure. Um, so we didn't say anything. We're just like. Well, we do need to tell you we're leaving for (laughs) who knows how long, but we were just enjoying our breakfast at at the moment. And he gets a phone call and gets up and walks away from the table and he comes back and he just like looks at me and he's like, what's the most craziest thing you could possibly think of right now? And I was like, I can't, I just can't handle that right now. Can you just tell me? (laughs) And basically the caseworker from the, the first situation with Levi had called and said, I, the, or the mom said, I just can't do it. I cannot do this. This was a wrong choice. I made the bad decision, and I want to give him back to the Lumrys. And So just in case you're listening and you're confused <laughs> on names, the second baby is Lucas. Y'all are telling your children that you're going to go away to basically go get Lucas, who's just been born, 
And Levi, the baby that was taken away, the caseworker calls and says, "Yes, the mother wants to now give you Levi yes. again." And the, I mean, the uniqueness is that that, <laughs> that caseworker didn't even know about that we were like going working to, with Lucas. Yes, yeah, yeah she yeah. was like, "Oh, oh, okay, that okay." <laughs> so yeah, so you're explaining all this to her. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So you know, so I mean, our like it was in that moment. I remember we go home and we're just like staring at each other, like, uh, "What do we? What do we do?" Like, that's really strange. and uh, But it was, like, this absolute peace. Like, there was no... And meanwhile, you have a flight in, like, a couple hours, hours yeah. to Kansas. Yeah. We didn't need to, like, write a list of, like, pros and cons. Should, you know, which one should we take or, like, whatever. We didn't even have to think about it. It was just hands down. You like, just knew. I, I don't know how to, how this works, but we'll absolutely will take both of them. Wow. And didn't even have to think about it. I was like... Just somebody make it happen. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. What do we do? What do we do? And um, so we took off to to Kansas, and it, luckily the caseworker that we worked with, with Levi, who was the first baby, she was so dear to us. She said, I will go, and I will pick up Levi, and I will keep him for those 10 days, because we had that 10-day 10, 10 period started. In Kansas, too. Again. Yeah. Um, so in Georgia. So she was in still Georgia. in Georgia. So for Levi, there's a ten, that 10-day ten oh, window started oh, over see. again. And so while we were going to Kansas to meet Lucas for the first time... So how long was the period in Kansas, though? Oh, it's only 24 hours yeah. in, okay, in okay, Kansas. Yeah. Every state has a different Yeah, one, yeah. Um, but we knew that Luke, Lucas was going to be in the NICU, and so we are like, I don't even know how, when we're going to come home. She was like, I'll keep him. Wow. You go to Kansas, come back, and that period will be over, and you can come get him. So here we go to meet this little four-pound, little, tiny, tiny baby who had been born under very unusual and not great circumstances and you know was in isolation uh, anyways he's the tiniest little baby but he was a little fighter and he still is <laughs> and um you know they told us to plan for being there for a month plus and i'm like what yeah. a month? i have another baby at yeah. home i have two I just more had children a baby yesterday actually <laughs> <laughs> this is getting complicated um but this little fighter he he was did everything he needed to do within um, seven days and was ready to go home. And we brought him home two days later. Uh, you know, the rev- 10 days passed, and we went and picked up Le- Levi. And then here we are. All of a sudden, our family doubled overnight. Mm. And we had two newborns and two older kids. And lives changed really quickly. Yeah. yeah. That, that is, like, the most amazing story. And praise God for all of it. So how... Has it been, right? You, you welcome two adoptive children under these amazing circumstances in your life. Talk to me about that. How has it been? What's the Lord been showing you, teaching you? And that was April they're, they're 2016. Now. But that was April 2016, all this happened? Yes. Yeah. yes. That's right. And so, how, I mean, tell me about the last 16 months. Yeah, there, I mean, as you can imagine, there's been a lot going on, and um, I think just on a lot of different layers, one of just how do we, as Amy mentioned, our, our family changing in such a dramatic way, so um, us building relationship with the babies, our older two kids building relationship with them, and our families, so that's been a huge part, and then just the day-to-day, I mean, it's been um, certainly one of the most busy and challenging in a lot of ways, as you can just think about the logistics of that with two newborns, so bottles and, and constant stuff as there usually is and lack of sleep. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think there's been a ton of growth as well. And I think as I, as I would describe it, I mean, you know, with two kids, I feel like there was some opportunity where you can kind of just 
manhandle it a little bit and sort of just keep everything going down the direction. I feel like with the, with the two boys joining our family, it kind of pushed us to the point where we didn't have a choice but to depend on the Lord and to take kind of our faith in Him and even our relationship with each other to the next level of intimacy because we had we didn't have a choice. And so we I think we've seen the Lord really work in some cool ways, both to accomplish all that we talked about earlier, building and strengthening those relationships, giving us a love for these boys that quite frankly, we were meeting for the first time um, that was not of ourselves. So Mm -hmm. he supplied that, but then also just a lot of grace in terms of, you know, helping our other two kids go through their transition process. But then... Yeah, how's it been for Lillian Orth? I mean, honestly, it's been... That's been the least of our of our struggles yeah. and our challenges. Yeah. You know, our oldest is a girl, and she just kind of like thought awesome. it was the best thing ever. Our youngest is a boy, and like I don't know if he even noticed <laughs> anything <Yeah>. happened. <laughs> yeah. He was just like, okay, uh, you know. But I mean, so she's been a huge help, and yeah, that that transition. She got the little uh, little house on the prairie bonnet on. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Taking care of the she little ones. She loves him. She loves him. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what advice? would you guys give? And I think you've already given a lot of advice, so you can definitely reiterate something that you've been, a theme that you've been going at in this story, but like, what advice, there's there's a mother, there's a father out there now that's thinking, okay, maybe I'm supposed to do this. Maybe, you know, maybe they're not struggling with fertility. They, maybe they're just, you know, it's just a thought that they've had. What advice would you give them? You know, I think we've learned a lot about adoption. We've learned a lot about birth moms, We've learned a lot about the stigma that surrounds both, mm-hmm. <laughs> both adoptive families and birth moms, um, and I think that has been the the best thing that we, I, I learned, especially because we had one that went away. Um, you know, and that's totally part of the process, and that was absolutely her right to do so. Um, you know that I think when I when I hear people say they want to adopt, it's it's you know why why do you want to adopt? Um, you know, when the Lord had to change my heart and said, are you doing this because it's something you want? Are you doing this because you're, you're, you're on a journey with me? And, um, because my journey is going to probably go through a lot of like broken Mm -hmm. walls and like come back again and like whatever. And, um, so I think that's like really something to consider because it's going to be broken and it's probably going to be a little messy and, no. You know, sometimes I think about all the time, like, am I really willing to let God write the story of my life? And mm-hmm. a lot of those things, I mean, pastoral ministry, I think, is one of those things in my life, you know, but it's, it's like the, you need those things in your life where they're so beyond your control mm-hmm. or they're so beyond easy control to really grow in that level of faith and trust. And it seems, obviously, adoption is, is so definitely one of those, especially this story. Mm-hmm. I mean... What a magnificent and beautiful story of God's grace and kindness. And uh, I want you guys to know, uh, I just so admire and love you guys. And I speak for Paige also in that. And uh, thank you for coming in and sharing this. And uh, um, it's been a great, it's been a great time. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. I would just say, you know, I think just one more piece of advice is, you know, for us, think about our story we relied on a lot of people that we connected with just to help learn about the process. So I think by sharing this, we hope that it can do the same for somebody else, but we would just offer ourselves too. If there are questions or people want to learn more, come and see, come and talk to us. And I think that's the best way to kind of start that journey. Cause even that thought, that inkling, um, I think the Lord does a lot of that. It's not, it's not something that everybody has. So I think there's a, a balance between letting him nurture that and grow it. And then also, you know, having wisdom in that process to make sure it's something that he is calling you to and that mm-hmm. it's something that you can do. 
Um, but just say, hey, we're, we're always open and we've, we've benefited a lot from people giving counsel in our prayer. So we're always eager to do that and share our story with those that um, have questions. Yeah. Well, for Worth, Amy, Lily, Little Worth, Levi, and Lucas Lumry, I'm Jason Dees encouraging you to think through it. Mm-hmm.